cultural differences, they start as soon as we leave our front door. We run into them every day, cultural differences. It's one of the most discussed topic in client conversations and a topic employers currently really struggle with. This is why I decided to call the October month the month of the cultural differences. In the coming weeks, I will be sharing true stories about the experienced cultural differences in the hiring process, and I've invited amazing experts to share their experiences as well. This series takes off with an episode about the experienced cultural differences in applying, but first, this. You are listening to the Career Connection podcast, bringing you practical and proven tips and advice from the leading expert on job searching and pivoting your career in the Netherlands each and every week. Besides this, this podcast is meant to connect, empower and share inspiring expat stories. Real people, inspiring stories, all linked to making the career connection. And now here's your host, Marielle Obels. So what are the experienced cultural differences of applying in the Netherlands? Cultural differences of applying and knowing about and knowing how to deal with them in the recruitment process will help you to increase your job search success to get hired rather sooner than later. I know it's a bold statement, but I believe cultural awareness will help you to interpret statements made or take or actions taken. Cultural differences are one of the most discussed topics during client conversations. Through all through and cultural difference throughout all the phases of the hiring procedure, from the stages of resume building to interview preparation, salary negotiation, and even after people landed a job, it's a subject not to neglect neglect when applying for a job in another country. All the more reason to address them in this Career Connection podcast. In this podcast, I will walk you through five of the most common experienced cultural differences of applying I run in while working with my clients. So the most common experienced cultural differences I run into are on five topics. They are on the topic of resume building, and then it's mostly about the tone of voice and the content of the resume. If we talk about cover letter building, the question most asked is, what should be in the letter to convince the recruiter to invite me for an interview? If we talk about job interviewing, I think what the most asked question is, what are interviewers looking for in my answers, aka how to address the questions asked? And I can tell you there's no straightforward answer to this one. If we talk about salary negotiation, people often ask me, is it okay to negotiate my salary, compensation and benefits? And how do the Dutch deal with this subject? And last but not least, if you look at the first days and months at work, Mostly, I get questions related to the topics of hierarchy, expectations, and responsibilities at work. So there's a lot to talk about on this subject. Let's delve in a bit more by explaining why I believe cultural awareness will support a smooth transition. I think cultural awareness will help you to make your way through the applying and hiring process with process with more ease since you are more aware of how things are perceived on the other end. 
We don't realize it, perhaps, but once we set foot across the German or Belgian border, other ways of handling the hiring procedure apply, and even more important, other ways of communicating with each other apply. So if these cultural differences are there between neighboring countries, then imagine the existing cultural differences between continents. Sometimes it just is. The bigger the distance, the more cultural differences to bridge. This is the main reason why I dedicate a spe dedicated a special paragraph in the Catalyze Your job search membership program to the subject of cultural differences to create awareness about the existence of these cultural differences. I believe supporting you in understanding these cultural differences will help you to work with them now and in the future. We need this mutual understanding to bridge cultural differences and it's such a broad and diverse subject I could talk right well forever about it. So to bring this subject to life, today I would like to share some real-life examples, uh, examples I run into frequently. And all these sub, uh, examples are related to the subject mentioned before. So let's start with the topic of resume building and cover letter writing. When hosting career events at the student hotel, there are always a few people bringing in their resume and cover letters with the desire to have it checked or leave it behind. One of the, mo of the participating recruiters told me she spoke to a lovely Asian lady who brought in a resume almost the size of a small book. It had at least nine pages. And the resume was highlighting all her academic accomplishment and more, but nothing about her actual work experience. Besides something simple and basic as the length of your resume, recently a client shared this story with me. Marielle, thanks so much for advising me to mention my sailing interest on the resume in such a specific way. At the end of the job interview, the recruiter asked me why I choose to mention my sailing interests so specifically. I mentioned I, want, I wanted them highlighted um, to highlight the specific area of sailing I'm active in. Seemed that we got a mutual interest. The whole team that I'm going to enter into is a team of sailors. And this is one of the things that caught her eye and why they selected me for a job interview. The job interview already lasted one hour, but because of this question went on for another five 45 minutes to one hour, just talking about sailing. Amazing. And this is just one of the many examples of job interviews uh, that go back to putting interests on a resume. So, well, cover letter writing is a whole different thing. Coming up with practical examples that show your skills and how you've accomplished things is the main thing people struggle with. Besides the motivation to work for a company, of course, a general motivation for to work for a company usually doesn't do the trick. Companies really would love to know why you would like to join their team instead of the team of their competitors. This usually goes back to shared mutual core values, something I added into the job search preparation module of the career of the Catalyze Your Job Search program. So if we move on to the job interview, 
during an offline event last week, I ended up next to a team manager and we got to talk about uh, job interviews. And this happened because I expressed my opinions about job interviews as an instrument in the hiring procedure. Well, that's for another uh, day to talk about. But I mentioned job interviews are considered a bad tool for hiring people and wondered why organization kept organizations keep on using them. Job interviews leave so much room for bias and overlooking cultural differences. So this manager is currently in the middle of hiring new people in his team. He told me this. Just this morning, I conducted job interviews and I was surprised by the answer I got to the question, could you tell me something about yourself? I asked him, what happened? And he answered, well, I expected a personal story, but all I got is people telling me all about their degrees and accomplishments. I just wanted to get to know the person behind the resume. So well, I told this manager he not only had to think about implementing other hiring tools if he would like to connect more with international staff, but I also advised him he needs to learn how to bridge the gap between his cultural perspectives and the other uh, and the cultural uh, perspective on the other end. And this is just one example of where things go wrong in the hiring process. Most of my clients at first don't know how to answer this question. Could you tell me something about yourself? Since they don't know what the expected answer should be. The manager thought he was asking a queer Clear question. The candidates probably find this the most confusing question ever. And while reading this example, I hope it hit you. Hiring managers want to get to know you and not only your achievements. If we talk about salary negotiation, I'll save uh, this topic for another time to share some more insights on how to deal with salary negotiation. But often I get the question, is it okay to negotiate, negotiate my salary? Well, yes, it is. I think companies expect you to negotiate. The great tool, tools available to do your research, they will be added to the Catalyze Your Job, program, uh, job Search program soon. But just one example where things went completely wrong is this. I spoke to a guy who did his research on expected salary levels when applying to a startup company. But what he didn't realize is that the expected salary he named related to the salary that you can expect while working in, in a corporate company. He didn't hesitate to name numbers to find out uh, the startup could, not, could only offer half of the amount of the number he named. His answer to the company, that's no problem for me, I'll take that. Well, he didn't get the job offer, they didn't take him seriously. So prevent your, to prevent yourself from ending up in a similar situation, I want you to know that there are different ways of handling your salary negotiations and I would love to show you how. The last topic is about the first days and months at your job. And in the next article, I will address the subject of meetings at work, because I know this is a topic uh, loads of international nationals look at with, uh, well, uh, a big surprising um, phase. It comes up in, in loads of conversations. But I do know also the onboarding 
process uh, and program is surprising to most of my clients. Or let's say the lack of an onboarding program. Of course, organizations do have general onboarding programs in place, but I'm talking about the fam familiarization program, the training on the job done by your, by your direct co-workers, so your direct colleagues. It might come as a surprise to you, but this is handled with the practical Dutch approach, let's get to work. And this usually means a pile of, pile of work is waiting for you to get done. And after explaining a few basics you need to know to get started, this is followed by a gentle, well, I think you can get started now. Here are some things that needed to be, need to be done. I will be there in case you have any questions. And your colleagues are off to their seats to work on their own tasks. I always ask my clients about their expectations when they have the first day at the office coming up, the first day at work. And also I ask about the expectations because they usually don't meet up with what I just described. Often I receive emails that I was right about the way the onboarding program went. And well, then I'm glad I told uh, my clients something about it. So I can imagine all these examples might, might be a bit overwhelming to you or recognizable. So there is a lot of research been done by a Dutch psychologist named Geert Hofstede and the outcomes of his research uh, often help out to create more awareness. And besides this, I love the work done by Aaron Meyer, author of the book called The Culture Map. It's all about cultural differences in the work setting, settings. And I often use these materials, uh, the materials of both researchers in my master classes about cultural differences to help people understand where the cultural differences originate from. So the key takeaway for me on this topic is one posted by somebody in my network. Cultural differences start as soon as I leave my front door. For me, this is really spot on because even if we are from the same cultural background, we all created our own culture in our own homes. So the October Masterclass within the Catalyze Your Job Search membership program will be all about cultural differences in applying and how this affects the applying process. It will be based on the theories mentioned and I've set up an amazing masterclass for you. So if you are a member of the Catalyze Your Job Search member program, be sure to note October 21st down in your calendar to learn more. So now this was it for today. We are now running towards the end of another episode of the Career Connection podcast. Please know that we will delve into the theoretical backgrounds of the cultural differences a bit more uh, in the next episode. So in next week's episode, I enjoyed your hope listening and hope that you will, back will be back for a new episode next week to find out more about cultural differences at work. We have a special guest, so you don't want to miss out. If you enjoyed this week's episode, I invite you to check out mariellaobels.com to find out more about the ways Marielle could support you in bringing your career goals to come to life. 
The member program run by Marielle is the essential resource for anyone who wishes to get hired in the Netherlands or pivot their career successfully while living abroad. Whether you are still trying to figure out how to get hired in the Netherlands or whether you would like to get promoted and bring your career to the next level, the membership program can help you to boost your activities and realize your career goals. With the extensive course library, monthly training, bi-weekly Q&A sessions, perks, tools and a supportive and active community to support you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the membership program run by Marielle is the place to be for anyone who would like to get hired or pivot their career in the Netherlands. Check it out on marielleobels.com.